right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for joining us uh, for another Art House Rewind, your favorite podcast that you listen to every week. My name's Brian. I'm Arliss. And we're going to talk all things film, art, and culture as it pertains to downtown Billings. Arliss, how was your week? It's going all right. It was a little bit chilly. It's but pretty chilly. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh... I don't know what to do about that code, but we live in Montana. So. Yeah, <laughs> yep. just wait five minutes. It will change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it has been a chilly one, so hope everyone is staying warm. And a good place to stay warm is inside one of our theaters. Yeah. So uh, this week, a uh, couple quick things to uh, make sure you know about is, uh, first and foremost, I'm uh, getting three new films at Art House this week. So um, everything that is currently in theaters will be ending on Thursday, and we will be opening uh, Freud's Last Session, All of Us Strangers, and American Fiction uh, will be opening this weekend. So uh, a couple of those have got some uh, awards buzz around them. So come check those out. Also, uh, Mean Girls is still playing at Babcock. And then uh, for uh, Late Night this weekend, we have Society from 1989, kind of a good cult classic one. So um, those are things happening at the theaters this week. Come check them out. As always, arthousebillings.com to see what else is in the works. So um, one of the films that we are closing this week, so you only have a few short days to catch it, is uh, the film that I opened on Friday. It is called Monster. It's a Japanese film from uh, a guy that I've played several of his films. I've done uh, Broker last year. A couple years ago, we did Shoplifters. Um, He is a great uh, filmmaker. I am going to butcher his name, but it's Hirokazu Koreeda, I believe. Mm -hmm. Something of that sort. Um, He's been around since the 90s, I believe. Um, Makes these really great small films that, you know, they're not going to, you know, top anyone's list necessarily, but he's just a really solid filmmaker. And I'm always depressed that I really enjoy the films that we bring in and hardly anyone ever comes to them. (laughs) But... uh, But yeah, Monster is probably, of the ones that I've seen at least, I'd say this is his most accessible one. So you should really come check it out while we've got it for these last couple days. And Arliss and I checked it out this weekend. Arliss, thoughts? (laughs) Uh, I I thought it was pretty good, actually. I kind of went into it blind being told the response of like the trailers. And I finally saw the trailer afterwards. And I see why some (laughs) people were like kind of felt like they were misled just a little bit, just on terms of tone of what okay. the movie was going to be. Yeah. But, yeah, I was super surprised that nothing got spoiled to me from yeah. the people that were walking that out of the watching, movie. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, um, it definitely um, leaves you with things to talk about, I'd say. And so, yeah, yep. um, a lot of people could have come up to you and been like, what about... X or something. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just to kind of put it out there, um, this is a story that's kind of told in four different uh, point of views um, about a kid that's starting to um, have troubles at school. And we see the perspective of his mother, his teacher, uh, his best friend, and himself, Him. and uh, kind of the di- different ways that um, the story is told through those different perspectives. And it starts with the mothers. And when you see that, you kind of have a good idea of like, okay, I think I know what this film is. 
And then with each different perspective, the story changes just a little bit each time. So it's uh, really fascinating. Kind of that Rashomon effect of, you know, retelling the same story from different point of views. But uh, yeah, I, I thought it was so good. And uh, yeah, just that, that story, telling um way that they did that is is so effective of how you view the characters differently um when you see it through their perspective or just the perspective of you know the way that the mother sees the son versus the way the teacher sees the son is just completely different yeah that was the one thing that i applaud this movie for it's its structure in particulars Mm -hmm. because it's I always have fun with different editing styles, but the way the story unfolds like made it yeah. made made it more engaging to me, especially you're saying the different character perspectives of where it starts answering mysteries of like why the teachers are like when initially she comes in to talk to the other teachers and the principal and why they're all acting yeah, so why is strange. Like yeah. yeah, it seems like a story about gaslighting and then as you learn from the other perspective mm-hmm. it's like it, it the this, the title monster comes from this idea of everyone kind of gets labeled a monster at different times the kids get labeled monsters uh the the mother is a single mother um she gets labeled a monster just by everybody by everyone <laughs> uh the teacher gets labeled a monster uh the principal gets labeled a mon- like it, it's it's all uh, you know, yeah. Anyone that came to this movie expecting like kaiju or something yeah, like that, no, no th- I, there's no monsters in the movie. I know. <laughs> like when I was saying, the teacher and the principal were acting weird for me. It was like, oh, it's the monster making them act this way. But <laughs> <laughs> then there is not really a uh, actual monster. So. No, no. But uh, yeah, really well done. This actually did win best screenplay at Cannes, as you see at the very beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. They kind of put that. Uh, that award up up front. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And, uh, I guess we can get a little into spoiler territory in, uh, you know, the way that this unfolds. We, we see this child that is, seems to be acting out. And, um, I was convinced at the end of the mother's side, it kind of ends on a cliffhanger. And because of the way he had been acting, it really kind of hinted that he may have committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was not the case, but uh, that was, you know, heavily implied there. And then, and then the story restarts from the teacher's point of view. And um, yeah. the yeah. yeah, and then so initially, you start the movie having thoughts about like the kid mm-hmm. too, of just wondering if it really is the teacher's fault for why the kid's yeah. acting the way he is. And then they're in the teacher's perspective. Like, he walks in when the kid's acting crazy. Yeah. So then for me, it was like, oh, it's the kid. It's definitely yeah. the kid. Do Like, that's the crazy one. <laughs> that's yeah. the monster in that part <laughs> of the film. And so then getting to the other kid's perspective mm-hmm. was, like, unraveling more. Yeah. And then finally that the fourth the fourth f- section, fourth act of the movie yeah. where it the mystery being solved there of yeah. like, oh, it's a kid afraid because he's he has feelings for his friend, yeah. so he doesn't know how to express that exactly. and doesn't and yeah. his because the dude that he likes is getting bullied and mm-hmm. he also starts being made fun of or hanging around with that kid. Yeah. And so yeah. it's a lot of like protective qualities yeah. that just because he's lying because he feels like he has to lie. Yeah. 
And so that's why he starts acting out yeah. the way he does. So Absolutely. And no. that's kind of how the teacher gets involved in this is that he didn't want to have uncomfortable conversations about his friends. So he just said that it was the teacher that was, you know, causing this trouble for him. And yeah, it's all well done. Even the principal herself um, is kind of in this weird place of she's acting strange because uh, her granddaughter just died and she had just, it was an accident that happened, but she had to protect herself and her reputation. She uh, blamed it on her husband instead of herself. Uh, and yeah, just mm -hmm. all sorts of um, withholding information. That, yeah. Uh, but then at the end you get great characterization mm -hmm. from everybody. Yeah. And that's, I'm like, it's why I want best screenplay is exactly. because everybody is like well-rounded. And even though sometimes it does feel like some people get forgotten, especially when we're jumping from different POVs where I, wasn't really satisfied with the teacher's story, but it had yeah. to, I felt like the film did have to end where it ended to be mm -hmm. impactful enough. But I think maybe a couple more minutes of we could somehow get the teacher's POV without needing the kids POV yeah. because, uh, because we are in spoiler territory, yeah, but yeah. the film ends when the kids die. So that, yeah. or however you, I think yeah, the ending you can, you can interpret as, yeah. as death or them just, faking their death so that they can be free of all response, however you want to read it sort of mm -hmm. thing. But um, yeah, it's, it's super well done. And I, I'm, I'm a little surprised that, you know, with the amount of, um, you know, it, it's gotten a lot of attention um, from audiences and critics saying that it's so well done. Um, this was not Japan's selection for the Oscars. They went with uh, Perfect Days, oh, which I yep. hope to have in uh, February or March. Uh, but uh, yeah, this one was so well done. I, I think any other year, this probably would have been their, their selection. Pick. And yep. it you know, would kind of get, you know, we always find when we do foreign films at Art House, I find at least that, you know, very few really stand out unless they have that Oscar nomination mm -hmm. behind them. Uh, so this is one that I, I'm telling you guys right now that I, I think regardless of it not being up for the awards like Perfect Days is going to, um, it is definitely worth seeking out and checking out, uh, again, while we have it here because uh, it is super well done and I think everyone can get something out of it. Yeah. And so like, even if you're listening through the spoiler talk, I think it's fun picking seeing little elements, how they unravel. Cause yeah, I'm interested absolutely. in a second viewing of this movie of seeing like what the filmmaker withheld from the audience, mm -hmm. just in terms of the editing of the yep. film too. And also just like his use of, tone especially does change for me in that fourth act mm -hmm. of the film where it's like you feel happy for him it's yeah. just like and it's explain because it's just answering all the questions of the film and it's just like oh they just want to be themselves and then yeah then uh yeah that much light happens yeah. but how did you interpret the end because i went with the darker yeah thought. um it, I can definitely see that reading. Um, I I probably did read it more of them just trying to find a way to be 
released from the pressures of everything by faking their death. Mm -hmm. But that might be too optimistic. (laughs) (laughs) So for me, there was a shot at the end where, because earlier in the film, they're at that bridge, but there was a gate there. But then they were running next to that bridge again, and there wasn't a gate this time. Before I might the film, catch that more on a second and viewing, yeah. Then it faded to white, and so yeah. then I was like, "Oh, that's sad." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, it's uh, it's a great one, and uh, I will probably try to catch it again before it's gone as well, because it's yeah, yeah, it, it's it sits I'm, with you. It yeah. sits with you for sure. So um, yeah, we will have it through Thursday. Uh, so come check it out and uh, then we'll have three new films after All Thursday. Right. So uh, yeah, we have Oscar nominations coming on uh, the 23rd as well. So um, that's when I'll start planning what happens before <laughs> before uh, Oscar sure. night of what other films I need to get programmed in. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, arthousebillings.com. Keep an eye on all the things that are happening at the theater. Um, also, a reminder, we are on Letterboxd now. So if you follow us on Facebook and Instagram and you have a Letterboxd, you know, that's just another way to follow us and uh, see an archive of everything that we have played in the past and a little bit of sneak peeks of what is coming up. So, Yeah. Arliss, anything else you want to point out? Nope. Are After you... your movie, if you want to come and talk to us, come and chill in the pub before That's you right. head on I out. I guess we do need to say that um, the, the fourth thing that Brian needs to highlight is that uh, Reels now has its full menu out. So if you've come to the theater before and were thinking, man, this is really good food, but I wish there was more of a dinner that I could have at the theater. We are now offering that. So we have um, a larger menu with some more dinner type entrees uh, involved in that. So it's a good place to hang out, have some food. Even if you're not going to a movie, come on down and get some good grub. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thanks so much for joining us. And we will talk to you again next week with who knows which one we're going to talk yeah. about because <laughs> we got lots <laughs> to catch up on. So, yeah. all right. Thanks so much, everyone, and have a good rest of your week. All right. Bye.